Welcome to the fourth episode of the F11 podcast. Today I have Patrick Joust on the show. Patrick is a mainly film photographer based out of Baltimore. He mainly shoots suburban, walk-around type of photography. His work creates cinematic scenes out of everyday life. On today's show, we cover things like finding your style to the film versus digital argument that is ongoing. If you'd like me to have someone on or a topic discussed, feel free to shoot a DM to at F11 underscore podcast on Instagram. If you'd rather watch in video form, you can also find us on YouTube. With that out of the way, let's get into the show. Patrick, um, would you be okay with giving a short introduction of yourself? Uh, sure. So, um, yeah, I'm a 42-year-old photographer. I live in uh, Baltimore um, with my wife and two kids. Um, and I've been photographing, I guess, for about 17, 18 years or so. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Um, yeah, my first point was going to be actually how long have you been taking photos? Yeah, so it, was a, um, yeah, it started uh, when I first came to Baltimore. Um, I'm, I came here as an AmeriCorps volunteer in 2002, um, and I had no interest in photography, I mean, other than just standard snapshots and that sort of thing. Um, but I basically got really inspired by the city. Um, I, my job basically involved me tutoring um, adults um, kind of during the day. Uh, and then children, like when school let out after, you know, three o'clock and then I'd kind of be tutoring until eight and I'd basically kind of go all over the city. And, you know, I just, I'd been to Baltimore before, but I'd only been to kind of the more touristy areas and I just sort of became, you know, kind of fascinated with the city and I thought, oh, I want to photograph it. All right. So the second point that I had for you was, um, is there anything in specific that inspires you or is there any general ideas that inspire your photography? There are a lot of different things that inspire me. I mean, um, the, one of the biggest things that, you know, got the big thing that got me into photography was just wanting to photograph Baltimore. Um, and I think, um, and I, and I definitely had the sense that, you know, I didn't have really the skill, um, at first or a, a really like strong idea about what I wanted to do with that, but I wanted to photograph, um, you know, the landscape, but also the people here. Um, and so, that was kind of the big inspiration and that continued even though I moved I moved away from Baltimore for a time. Um, I'm from Northern California originally and um, moved to San Francisco as an adult uh, for three years um, until 2006. And, um, you know, I photographed while I was there and I enjoyed that experience and took a, you know, handful of decent photographs. Um, but it was really coming back to Baltimore again in 2000 in 2006 and I've been here ever since uh, where I kind of really dove into photography in a much more serious way. And also I think looking at other people's work. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of, a lot of different types of inspiration. I've always been in, interested in art and um, would spend lots of times in museums as a kid, mostly like looking at, um, you know, paintings and things like that. And I was interested in movies and that sort of thing. But I think what really helped with photography was were certainly those things, but also, um, you know, the, the various kind of earlier social media things that existed for photography. So there was like this site called P-Base, which I don't know if it's still around, but um, it was kind of like a earlier version of Flickr. And then there was Flickr, which I still use today. Um, and basically just like seeing what other people were doing, um, both in Baltimore and then all around the world, um, kind of helped, I think, gave me a 
better sense of what I want to do with my work um, and uh, gave me a sense of direction. I think, um, I think honestly, the, one of the best things that a person can do is really just look at other people's work and not just photography, but, you know, any kind of thing that you're interested in. Of course, you know, reading and listening to music as well. I think that's super cool how the area as a whole, Baltimore, kind of inspired you and got you into photography, got you kind of back into it as well. Yeah. Um, For myself, I I totally get that because if I go in a certain area, there's a city called San Juan, which is the next city over. I'm in Dana Point. And um, Mm -hmm. when I'm there, it just kind of gets my creative juices flowing, I guess you could say. Just the whole area just kind of gives you a vibe that just makes me want to take photos and I kind of relate to you with the whole Baltimore idea with that. Yeah, definitely. The third point I have here, did you ever shoot digital? Yeah. I mean, I, um, when I first got into photography, um, you know, 2002, 2003 digital cameras were like very expensive and not that great. Um, and I didn't have much money cause I was an AmeriCorps volunteer. So I made very little money. Um, but luckily people were like getting rid of, cameras so you know I was able to get some pretty good film cameras but I remember one the one of my first film cameras was a uh, Canon Rebel 2000 which was like a 35 millimeter cam- camera and I got it at Walmart <laughs> and it was I think it was $300 or something and now you could buy one of those for like $10 or something um, but uh, and, and you know it was a decent camera but just basically like a hunk of plastic essentially um, but but after when I moved to San Francisco then digital cameras started to get you know, a bit cheaper. And then I bought like a Canon rebel, um, I think like the second generation or something. And, and I thought at that point, Oh, well, I'll never have to, I'll never have to worry about shooting film again. Like, you know, no more like wasting money, you know, dropping the film off for processing and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I just thought, you know, digital is great. And I still think digital is, is great. And I still shoot a little bit of digital, but I, you know, came to find out, you know, over a period of time, over a couple of years, like, yeah, you know, digital is great, but like, I'm not getting the same look um, as I'd like to be getting, um, even from 35 millimeter film. I think what really um, kind of made me go all in for film um, was in 2008 when I first got my, um, got my first medium format twin lens reflex camera, which I actually bought just to put on my shelf. Like I just thought, Oh, that looks like a cool camera. It's a super Rico flex, which I still, still use just this little, little, very basic twin lens reflex camera from the fifties with a dark viewfinder. Um, and, um, but I, you know, thought, Oh, I'll put this on the shelf. It'll look cool. But then I kind of played around with it a little bit and I was like, actually, this is really great. And then it was just kind of like something just clicked, you know? And I was like, I love the way this looks. I love the way it feels. I love looking down. I love getting low to the ground sometimes. Um, everything about it just kind of, kind of worked. And so I've never, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not somebody who like, to me, the whole digital versus film stuff is just silly. Um, to me, they're all just like different formats and you, you know, use different, you know, use whatever format fits for you. Um, but if, you know, if I had to pick one, I would certainly pick, you know, medium format, uh, film. It's just, to me, it's just so beautiful. Even, even the most basic photo, um, photos that I see with a uh, medium format uh, camera, you know, tend to blow me away. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with the whole film versus digital thing. I agree with you, where it's just like it doesn't really matter. It's just personal preference. But 
the reason yeah. I asked about switching between film and digital is because I've mainly been shooting digital just because I'm still pretty new with photography. And I recently picked up a 35 millimeter camera and I was just wondering how the transitioning was for you, but it sounds like you already were kind of uh, using film mainly. So uh, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, with somebody my age, that, that's a lot, a lot of it. Cause I mean, I, you know, that film was all there was until, you know, I mean, I remember when, when was that 1997, um, I worked at Staples um, and they had a, they had a handful of digital cameras for sale there and they were like maybe like a third of a megapixel in resolution or like half a megapixel. I mean, equivalent, I don't know. They didn't even talk about megapixels at the time. And basically the only people who bought them were um, real estate agents, you know, um, you know, just people like looking for just some basic thing to, you know, to take a picture, but like, you know, essentially film is just what I, you know, what I knew. Um, but to me that, to me, the thing with digital that is great is, I mean, yeah, so when I got that digital camera, that Canon Rebel, I took thousands and thousands of bad pictures. And I took, a, you know, a couple good ones too, but lots and lots of bad pictures, but I didn't waste any money. And I didn't have a lot of money at the time either. So um, so I think it's, um, yeah, it's to me, it's really silly when people get kind of snobby about film um, because, you know, it is more expensive um, and you have to be, you know, more careful about how you're, how you're, doing things so I think it just I think digital is really great because of the accessibility of it and it doesn't even have to be you know an actual camera you know digital camera I mean obviously um, smartphones and everything like I mean the resolution is is pretty impressive so I think whatever really gets a person out shooting um, but I think what you what people find is just that there is like it's pretty hard to emulate, you know, even though like digital cameras, the resolution is going to be a lot better. We're not, you know, that's not really the thing. It's kind of like the look is different and the, and the process um, of shooting film obviously is different. So I think there are advantages um, to anyone, but to me, like when I've studied other studied photographers, you know, um, you know, and, and if I can learn anything about their process, you know, like Eggleston or, you know, um, Walker Evans or people like that, they all do it differently. You know, they all did it differently from each other. You know, like it's really does come down to like a person has to just kind of plug away and like figure out what works and they might decide like, yeah, this really doesn't make sense sense to me. Um, and that's fine. You know, and, uh, hopefully they can find something that works. Yeah, I totally agree with you with the, um, the whole process and how it's different. Um, I, I actually just developed my first role today. A oh, few cool. hours ago, yeah. And while I was doing that, it, it kind of made me stop and think how I really enjoyed just like I was sitting in the closet actually, um, and it was completely dark. <laughs> I was loading the film onto the roll, and I was sitting there, and yeah, I was like, "This yeah. is like something I never would do with digital." You know what I mean? And I was, I was sitting there, and I was, I just really was appreciating yeah. it, like using the different heats and stuff to use the C forty one correctly and things like that. It was just a really cool process. And, I totally yeah. appreciated it for the next part. I have a photo on your Instagram. I have a couple saved here. Um, mm -hmm. If I DM it to you, would, would we be able to talk about it a little bit? All right. So the first photo here, the location of this photo is super interesting to me because you're on the train tracks and there's this large water tower. I believe it is pretty mm -hmm. close to the center of the frame here. Um, what's the story behind this photo? Like, did you see this during the daytime and think that you had to take a photo of it? Did you just stumble upon it at night or 
how did that work? Well, a lot of um, um, photos that I see in Baltimore are one, I mean, like this is a place that I've, I've photographed before um, on a different um, film. Like I think I shot it on, <coughs> pardon me, on Ektar, maybe the first time. This is on um, Fuji T64 um, tungsten balanced film, which is why it's so blue. Um, but yeah, a lot, I mean, it's, it's funny because I was actually just driving by this area. This is over on the eastern edge of Baltimore. Um, and um, I was just driving by there. I'm not usually there that often. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I think a lot in terms of around the city, especially at this point, because I know Baltimore pretty well. Um, and so it's kind of like, I return to, you know, a lot of places um, again and again. Um, and so this is one that I've, you know, photographed a couple of times and just, you know, like the way the rail railroad tracks look. It's the kind of thing where, you know, I might return again if like the weather's different, you know, if it's foggy or something and if you could still see, you know, something there. Um, I might, you know, fog doesn't happen here that often, but when it does, I try to take advantage of that kind of, you know, situation. Um, there's not really like a, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always kind of looking around um, at things, and water towers are actually uh, just kind of one of those things that stand out. Like if I see a water tower, I think, okay, you know, I'd like to do something with that. Um, I was actually out in um, Western Pennsylvania last November and found like um, a place where there were two water towers right next to each other, and um, that always like fascinates me. That you know, the look of that, especially juxtaposed with like a, a small house or something mm -hmm. like that nearby. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I'm not sure. It's hard to, it's hard for me. I mean, you know, it's just, it seems so funny. Like you do this work for a certain period of time and then you're like, yeah, what's it all about? You know, and I can't exactly explain. I look at this picture and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. What is it about water towers or um, that kind of scene that, that attracts me? Um, I mean, the railroad tracks definitely add something to it as well. Um, I think industrial areas and sort of like spaces around cities um, or towns that are kind of like, you know, in between zones um, um, kind of fascinate me a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really liked that photo. Just um, the like X Thanks. of the railroad signs and stuff like that. Really, really like that one. Um, there's another one here that I wanted to talk about. I'm going to send it to you real quick. And this one's um, a van, and it has the, the front windshields, like, glowing blue. Um, mm -hmm. I have a similar photo to that on my Instagram. I can send it to you as well. So yeah, you sure. See what I'm talking about here. Um, and I was just wondering on that one, do you remember what was illuminating the windshield? Um, yeah, that was in uh, Felton, uh, California, so near Santa Cruz. Um, and... Uh, yeah, this was just like a basically a garage that was uh, like on a corner and there were a lot of cars coming up and, um, and illuminating it from that side. And actually the cars are kind of a problem for some other shots that I was hoping to take. But with this, it was great because there was the moisture on the windshield. Um, and so, yeah, I was able to make it work for me. And that's, that's a lot of times with, I mean, just like with daytime, but I feel like at night, especially because the contrasts could be so great you know, between light and dark. And so a lot of times the composition uh, forms essentially just trying to deal with the problem of, of, you know, too much light. So this was a good way to sort of diffuse that light. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I saw that one and I, I just liked it a lot because that one is a lot more strong, I guess you could say, more contrasty, the blue, than the photo that yeah. I have. Yeah, but it's it's a good one. I like that one a lot. And then Thanks. the last photo here that I have to talk about, this one's, I believe it's a lake. It's some sort of body of water and on the right there's reeds and on the left side of the frame there's a light kind of illuminating trailing down um on this photo yeah things was the light a boat there was a um let's see yeah this is um an area called dundalk which is like a, a, a town um east of uh, baltimore and I th there's some railroad tracks that go there i'm not sure what the light was if it was some sort of signal maybe for because i think that was like a railroad track that 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 would move um you know depending on boat traffic or something like that this is actually connected to the chesapeake bay um this this body of water um but yeah i can't remember exactly uh yeah what the what that particular light was for okay cool and then the second point i had about it was on the right it's the reeds are super like they're lit up and i'm not sure if that was due to a light hitting them or was that due just to them being in the foreground more illuminated or did you do like a flash pop on those or anything like that that was um uh from i think from car lights i guess i don't know um yeah i mean that was such a while ago now that it's hard to remember at that point every once in a while um you know i i have um at, at that point i would use a flashlight periodically just you know to illuminate something, but um, I wasn't doing anything like that there. So I think that was just, and that's that's often what's interesting to me is, is, is finding sort of, you know, light arrangements. I mean, I think with night photography, it, you know, so much of it just comes down to like looking at the way the light falls, you know, combination of natural and artificial light um, and how, you know, interesting that can be um, with a composition that like if I took that picture in the daytime, it might be okay, but it wouldn't be, you know anything close to the same as that lately i've actually sometimes been using um a red flashlight um to illuminate some things um but that's it's pretty rare most of the time i mean like 95 percent of the time when i'm out photographing i'm just using whatever light happens to be there um and just dealing with it that way mm -hmm. all right cool so uh, i liked all those three photos a lot i'll put them put a link to those in the show notes there for everybody cool the next point I had for you was, did you, do you have any past, current, or future projects that you have or plan on working on at all? Well, of course, you know, circumstances now are so strange. Um, I mean, in the, um, uh, about a month ago, I mean, I was going to be going with my family to the Pittsburgh area, and I've, I liked photographing in Pennsylvania a lot, and um, particularly lately, it seems like Western Pennsylvania, um, has been calling me a lot, but I had to cancel that trip, of course, because of COVID-19. Um, and um, so, and I haven't been shooting as much in the last six weeks, I guess, like, you know, a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't think of myself as, you know, I mean, I, as a, I don't know, it's, it's hard to say in terms of projects. Um, I mean, I, I have, sort of ongoing things in in Baltimore, um, you know, photographing people, which again is something I'm not doing so much of now because, you know, of the situation. But like this time of year, we're, 
um, typically I go kind of go out more as the days get longer and we'll do a lot of portraits and just talking with people. Um, and that's kind of an ongoing, you know, project of sorts. And then the night photography here in Baltimore and then things in Pennsylvania. I feel like a lot of times it's not so much, I mean, there's, you know, there may be sort of theoretical books that are out there and I have th sort of things set up on my website where I have like a collection of images, um, which could perhaps be turned into a book at some point. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I'm not, you know, I never went to school for photography. I, um, I got into photography as kind of just very sort of humbly. And I feel like it's still the same way, just to kind of, it's a way of interacting, you know, with the world. And it's something that I find very pleasurable and very, um, and it's a very, you know, good distraction from, you know, problems that, you know, we might be having nationally or um, that sort of thing. And so um, I think of it less, I don't think of it as much in terms of like, like okay, I have to like create a product, you know, at the end um, that, that, you know, into some kind of concise form. Um, I mean, photographers that I particularly admire, like someone like Vivian Meyer, um, who's, you know, obviously her work at you know she never really came to any kind of prominence in her lifetime but she just kept having to do this work and i kind of you know i'm not going to pretend to know what her motivations were but i feel like so much of the time i feel like the my motivation to do the work is just the work itself um and so it's yeah that's a kind of a long-winded answer but um yeah i don't really have I, you know, I'm, I'm, I figure I'm only 42, who knows, you know, what can happen, you know, in the, in the coming years, what, what could possibly come together. I love photo books. I, you know, I'm a regular buyer of photo books and I certainly, I'm a librarian too. So I, I love books um, in general. Um, so that seems like a logical uh, thing to do, but it's also expensive. And I have a, you know, one-year-old kid and a seven-year-old kid and, um, you know, there are other things and I, I kind of feel like maybe it's not quite the same as it may have been, you know, 30 years ago or something where, you know, you didn't have kind of a built-in audience. Whereas now as flawed as something like Instagram may be, or social media may be, you know, you can get your work out there and get, and, and people can see it. And maybe that, maybe it's not, maybe it's a bit more superficial perhaps than, than it, it might be if somebody's getting a book, but books are expensive as a 